another fucking installment of the best podcast in the motherfucking world. Unmotherfucking heard. Just a hand for me, even though I broke your heart a million times. It's not a victory till the day I finally make you mine. I made a decision that if I spend a little more time showing you instead of telling you and loving you, quit pretending to. Vance Thomas and <laughs> Chance wants to be a little disrespectful. Exactly. Terrible <laughs> intro. How is that a terrible intro? I'm Two weeks in a to row. Be like, I'm joined by the usual suspects, Taj Mayfield, and I can be like, Ayo, Vance Thomas. The Vance can be like, Ayo, but nigga, it's not. It's not ESPN. Introduce yourself. Right. You know the drill. I don't know if you guys read my own review on Party Next Door, but I read that Party was my Next Door match. and Weekend. So we gon' That was my number one um, hit against Party Next Door. I felt like this was the project that he said the least words. Like his <laughs> he wasn't really saying anything on this project at all. I know all we his got projects. We got like two opposites, which is nice. Like I feel like we got a nice dichotomy. Um Great with word. the weekend, like you talked about in the review. Um very cinematic album. Um clear story um main character etc so it, it was nice to have that and then bounce it off a party which was like kind of just like that feel good music like where it's not even really what he talking about but it's just how you talking about it you feel me so um i thought i thought we got two two great projects back to back uh i mean y'all know my personal feelings i wasn't really the biggest fan of the party album i agree with I don't really I feel like he didn't really say too much on this album um, production of course is going to be there uh, production was solid but even then I would say that the production wasn't really offering anything like crazy new um, and I think on top of this like the elephant in the room is the fact that we just had to wait what was it four years P3 was what 2016 no 27 2017, 2017. three years uh, regardless no no because P3 wasn't his last project it was P3 was 2016, uh, but it was After Hours EP? Two. No, it was Better and, Days. I mean, not After Hours. What was that little EP he had? Seven Days. Seven Days. Seven Days. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so since a full-length project, uh, we just had to wait so long, and I think that this just isn't really what a lot of fans wanted or were expecting. You were um, underwhelmed? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I was I was personally underwhelmed, yeah, after all this time. Um, I don't know, Tosh. Do I think the delays were worth it? Like, did you think the project no, not at all. quality? I mean, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's worth it off the strength of like this album seemed like it probably wasn't even done uh two months ago. It when do y'all think those Rihanna when do y'all think those Rihanna vocals came in? Those Rihanna vocals been in since twenty fifteen. She said think five so? words, yeah. You don't think you don't think that's what he was waiting on? No. For her no to way. give give him a mid a mid verse, mid hook. She yeah, she didn't even give him a verse. <laughs> she said five Not words. Even a verse. He definitely just pulled that from a random like session a while ago. Why are y'all killing this project like this? I'm just I'm not, I didn't even kill it. I'm not even saying that. I'm just watching y'all murder this project and y'all ain't even talked about the good. Like I feel like this this week I just took a step back and I was just like, I gotta stop looking for everything wrong in the music. Like, what's right about it? And I really I'm glad you're having this realization. Listen, to, you, listen to me. Listen to me though. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot right about these these last, you know, two R and B projects we got from probably, you know, the two, two fucking heavyweights, um, in the genre right now. But even past that with Giveon, which we'll talk about later, and even back to like people like Brent, and then I know we get new black this year. Also, like this is a great year for R and B, especially male R and B, and I feel like it's so fitting. With the quarantine and all. All right, you doing, doing this whole runaround, bro. Just tell us what's great about Party Next Door's project. For real. I mean, this whole monologue. <laughs> um, I said, I said, I said last week, if it wasn't better than P3, it was going to be a flop for me because of the delays, um, et cetera. But I'm going to so keep would you, it. you have it over P3? I'm going to keep it 100. I don't know if I have it over P3. I'm not, I'm not really comparing it yet. I'm still sitting with it. P3, like, I've, I've had, like, three years to sit with that. And that's, like, the main project I'm coming off. You know what I mean? So, um, but, I mean, I found myself listening to this more than Weekend. Uh, like, The Weekend, I don't think his pitch project close to, as close to in plays as this one is. 
The weekend has probably got like maybe like nine, ten plays already fully through. I listened to this this party album quite a few times. I'm fucking All with right, you, son. You keep you keep like hinting at this subject, Vance. Which one's better, weekend or party? Um. Don't do I that. Don't do that. Already. It don't have to be better. It's too great. I have, I have. I have. You were the one who teased project. the topic three times. I have Weekend's project probably currently over parties. Um, just based off of expectations and delivery by the artists, which, I mean, one could argue probably aren't the best parameters for judging an album. Because, um, like, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot before the album comes out by setting expectations. But. It, the weekend surprisingly blew me away, and the and party next door kind of left me underwhelmed after I finished the album. Um, so it was a pretty easy decision for me deciding, and I think weekend's album is definitely going to get a lot more replay value uh, in following weeks for me, just because it has a little bit more variety uh, throughout the album. But that's just me personally. I'm also a fan of the weekend. I'm not the biggest party fan, so. Taz, you go, bro. Cause wait, wait. I want I want to establish this. We know what Vance is. Vance is obviously in weekend camp. Like Taj, <laughs> like, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're in weekend camp. I thought Taj, Taj, Taj bought say, merch. Taj bought no, merch. No, I'm saying I'm like not in weekend camp. Like we all fans of both artists, right? Like, but I'm saying like if I had to lean toward one, I don't know. I feel like my bias would party because I feel like I favor party over weekend. Like I fuck with weekend heavy. I fuck with both heavy, but. I feel like that's me. I don't know how Taj is. You are you a weekend? I like both. You I know I like both too, but like if I had to favor one, like if one had to go, like if, I don't know. I feel I like mean, if just, one had to go, then party would go. But if I had to make like a top twenty artist, they would both be in my top twenty. So I don't have much of a bias either way. I don't have a crazy bias, but I feel like with this project, I, I feel like I, feel I, I like, like. You go ahead. You go ahead. All right. I feel like. The party one was way, like you said, the party one was more of a vibe. He wasn't saying anything. And that's the reason I like party the most. I like party when he's saying things because he like brings up these topics that other R&B artists like don't even really touch. And he didn't really do that. This one, he would just focus more like creating a vibe, something for you to chill to. So I wasn't, I'm probably not visiting the party that much. That was, but listen to this. That was the whole objective. Party mobile, like. That's what I'm saying. I'm not like knocking him for it, but I'm not going to revisit it like a fanboy or anything. I don't know. There's a few songs on there showing you, which we intro with. I was trying to convince y'all to start with nothing less. Um, <laughs> obviously, everybody's favorite. Um, fuck, Indian song. Can't think Savage of Anthem. Now. Savage Anthem. Um, there's a few, like the highs on this album, the songs I really like are tracks I really like. Like the, the the skip the passables are like not bad tracks either. I could still like go with them. So um, I, I'm I'm just I back I and guess which songs you like really like though. Cause like even I can I feel like you probably like trauma showing you trauma. Oh uh, yeah, savage I anthem. To my favorite track. Like you probably like all the songs where he's actually starting to say stuff. Like half the songs he's not really saying anything. And even like I mean that's trauma, why savage he's anthem not saying that much. Stand out exactly yeah. like savage anthem. You got party doing what party does best. But I mean, personally, for me, I'm gonna listen to Seven Days more than I'm gonna listen to. Really, you serious? Yes, I love. I th- I love Seven I Days. I like a lot of tracks on Seven Days, but not as. A I whole think it was so dynamic. I thought he was saying talking his shit like, uh, "What's that one record? Bad Intentions." It's one of my favorite party oh, yeah. records ever. Bad Intentions. And for, is hard. The, for the same reason, I think. I mean, Taj, you were talking about like he's really. I feel like I'm really getting a message. And, like, yeah, it might be, like, not the most complex message when it comes to, like, male R&B, but, like, it still definitely feels like a lot more than we got, like, on this last album. Which is, again, it, like, it's not a bad project. I don't want to say it's a bad project. It was just a little underwhelming. I'm going to say this, though. I think, have y'all even looked at the fact that I think this is a a different party? I think this is party, like, really embracing something. I feel like this is the music he's always wanted to make. Like, he's given us hints of it on, like, earlier projects. But I think, like, this kind of, like, I don't know what to call it. Um, this, like, Afro beat, like, very, like, you know, like, loose, like, Caribbean type of feel. Like, I feel like that's the music he's always embraced. And I feel like he he, he showed that on this project. 
and he kind of just did what he wanted. I don't know if this is like, that's why it's not like P4, it's Party Mobile. Like, I feel like this is kind of a side project and maybe we'll get back to that narrative where he has a lot to say in future, like, you know, installations. But I feel like it was a cool project. I was happy with it. I don't want to compare it to Weekend because I don't think there's anything to compare. Like, this was a very, this was like probably Weekend's biggest rollout. Agreed. And this was like a very commercial release. He made sure all his shit was in order. Like, I, I think he had a lot of help, even though he had no features. Like, he had a lot of help with production. And yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Songwriting, this, which is stuff Party's not getting so much help on. Like, this is kind of like Party's diary. So that's why I have respect for both projects. I feel like I like them for different reasons. All right. I didn't even think, no offense again, I'm not shitting on Party. I didn't think Party had the best R&B project to drop last weekend or this weekend. You thought uh, it was One of you guys though. already mentioned it. Vance, you can pronounce his name since I can't pronounce names at all. Uh, I think it's I think it's Giveon. Yeah, it might Giveon. Be Giveon. It's spelled G I V E O N. I don't know if this was the best. Is this the best of the weekend? Don't do party that like. I don't, was, there's not a song I don't like here. Project of the weekend. I liked it. I listened to party more. I really liked this. I don't know if it was my favorite. I'm not saying it's bad. I really have no critiques. Um, I fuck with it, but it's definitely like a very different vibe. I feel like party is kind of just like that everyday vibe. This kind of gives me, like, I really have to be in, like, some type of, like, R&B, like, deep cuts mood. So I feel like this is not as versatile as that party project. Wait, what's not as versatile? The weekend? No, I'm saying, like, this Take Time by Giveon. It was a, oh, it was a more oh, focused we were project. Talking about yeah, or maybe his that. sound is, like, a more focused sound. But I kind of like the variety on Party album, um, which is why I think it was my favorite of the weekend. But I really like this one as well. Yeah, I think Giveon's was a little bit more condensed. Exactly. Um, he had a f- I mean, he definitely kept, like, his team of producers small. I saw he had Wonder Girl um, production on a few of those tracks, which is, like, super dope. Shout out to Wonder Girl. Um, but, like, I, I think Giveon with his project, it was kind of just, like, his something to prove, you know? Like, breaking through, um, kind of, like, forcing everybody to know what his voice sounds like. Because just from that Drake record in this project... Like, his voice is definitely going to stand out for me as, like, distinctive. It's kind of like a mix between, like, a Daniel Caesar kind of graceful voice and then also, like, a raspy voice of, like, Christina Aguilera, you know? And he, like, establishes a perfect balance throughout in, like, all the records of making it kind of harsh and graceful at the same time, Um, which I didn't... It's, like, almost like a sound I didn't know I needed, Um so I guess that's like the main thing I feel like Giveon's probably working on right now, just kind of making a name for himself and getting his sound out. But I like the project. I love the project. Who wants to go first? Next Unheard project. Artist. Oh, Unheard Artist? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I can start. I have uh, somebody from that good music, uh, Kanye Camp, um, Aunt Clemens, um, who's done some songwriting work. He has a record that just came out about a month ago with Pharrell. Um, that's called Aladdin. You guys want to do viral tweet or you want to talk about the, what else dropped? Matter of fact, let's do viral tweet. Let's do yeah, let's get to these tweets. What, right. what do we have today? We didn't have one last week because we forgot. <laughs> but this week we've got <laughs> if your life depended on one artist to make a 10 out of 10 project, who would it be? I'm going to have to think on it. Hold on. For more context, the tweet featured a picture of Kendrick Lamar and Kanye West. See. I was see like instinctively Kanye would be my go-to, but like, do they know they have to give me a ten out of ten album? That's what I'm saying. I don't know if Ka- <laughs> if Kanye wants to do what he wants to do, and it's not going to be a ten out of ten at this stage. So I'm definitely not rolling with him. Maybe uh, hmm, this is this is hard. 
And it would definitely be cheating for me to say the weekend because I feel like mm. weekend could give me a ten out of ten. I don't know if I'll count on the weekend to give me a ten out of ten at this this day and age. Depends how much you value your life. Who you going with, Taj? I, I'm going with Kanye. Just because he has the most classics of any artist that I listen to. So, a 10 out of bet. 10. A 10 out of 10? Yeah, but if you well, know, who's judging? Who's judging? King, who's judging? Done. Who's judging whether or not it's a 10 out of 10? It's just like the masses or it's just like your opinion? <laughs> I don't. The tweet I mean, didn't give me that much context, bro. It's like yeah, two forty well characters. Go off of your, if your going opinion. by the masses, like if I'm going by who I think gonna just give me the best, well rounded, like everybody gonna give us a ten out of ten, I'm gonna go with Drake. Really? I feel like I Drake is kind of take the. I feel like Drake is a. Is he just like a universal like goat? I feel like Kanye. Ten out of ten. Kanye is too polarizing of an artist for like somebody. You're talking about people's image in the media. I'm not. I'm not. I'm <laughs> to saying give like, a 10 out of 10. I feel like Drake yeah. would just give R. me the 10 out of 10. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they know they got to give me a 10 out of 10, you could maybe go with Kanye, but I'll go with Drake, bro. If Drake know he got to give me a 10 out of 10, he'll give me a 10 out of 10. I don't uh, think so. I'm going to take... I think you'd be I'm going to take... Continue. Actually, for context, because I remember they both have, like, spoken on this on interviews. Kanye said when he tried to produce the perfect album, he came out with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Drake said when he did it, he came out with, um, what's the name of that? The one where he's looking in the clouds. I forgot the name of it. Nothing was the same. Yeah, that was Drake's like trying to give a ten out of ten. So you've basically and I think, seen. I think, it I think that's respectively both their best projects too. So I don't know if that's Drake's. I best mean, project, arguable, but arguably, arguably, I'm gonna take the kind of cop out basic answer. Uh, I'm gonna say Frank Ocean, just uh, off the strength, yeah, just off the strength that we haven't heard anything from him since record. 2016, and he's been given some of these like house vibes. I think he would give us a lot of vibes that would. Uh, easily let us deem his next project ten out of ten. I have a question: um, Why does this say, generation? Fuck, this is an, an aside. We can talk about this another time. But go. What go is ahead, what chill. is what is with this generation's obsession with Frank Ocean? Like, what is it about Frank Ocean, or what is it like about his artistry um, that just makes I mean, everybody like? I can break this down. I can break this down. I can break this down. I mean, first of all, he came in. Just think about how he came in, right? With uh, thinking about you, like there wasn't anything that really sounded like he sounded like Maxwell, you know, but it was like a 23, 25, 24 year old kid from like New Orleans or wherever. New Orleans, um, you had it right. Yeah, New Orleans. So like I think like he was just really a standout and his voice is just like next level, you know. Same thing with the weekend's appeal at first. With the weekend's appeal at first. Everybody was like, yo, his voice is amazing. He sounds like Michael Jackson. Like that was a reason people were just gonna listen to him off the strength of his voice. And then I think from there you see the way that he moves, kinda going back to our childish Gambino conversation. Um, I'm not gonna lie and act like his like mystical image like definitely doesn't help with his hype or uh, people's love for him. But I can definitely say that, I mean, it's going to make him look better than um, an artist that's like doing gimmicky stuff in the media every day. I think he's just very true to himself and true to his sound. Yeah, his sound um, is very alternative, which is why I was saying that. Like, it's, I'm saying this generation specifically, because like, no, all I, the generations I, I agree don't with like share the same, I guess, uh, affinity or... Like they don't understand why we we maybe like him, but anyway, I, I know like, you're. I think it's to do with the genre as a whole. Like in addition to what Vance said, like I guess Frank is R and B, but like rappers come through. There's a million rappers, but how many like R and B like un, unknown R and B artists do you know that people can like claim and be like, I was on him pretty early. Like people jump on the R and B artists and like go crazy. Exactly. Like that's probably. Your favorite, one of your favorite artists right now. But if I ask you who's your favorite, like, undercover rapper, like, underground rapper, you'd be like, uh, for like five minutes. But, like, Brent, you have a crazy connection with him because R&B's a way less saturated field. Also, you have to think about, uh, also, like, you had Thinking About You come out whenever it did. I'm... Uh, I'm not great with dates, so I'm not even gonna it's act like, seventh like I know them. That was like but yeah, uh, you have thinking about you, and then you have no church in the wild, and I think like yeah, that's that true, song true, true. like definitely just like 
it's like, yo, this dude's really different. But niggas knew really him from made, our future He made too, that. Though. He really made that song. Like, he made that song, in my That's opinion. That's true, yeah. So I think, like, at that point, we were like, okay, this dude's different. And he's super young. So, like, let's just see what happens. And then he kept delivering solid projects. Well, nigga, we wasn't project. no fucking 12 years old thinking about how young this nigga is. We were just like, this shit sound good. <laughs> I mean, not young, but new, you know? It's this new artist. Like, we never heard of Frank Ocean, and he was on a song with Jay... He was on a single with Jay-Z, Rihanna... Or no, Jay-Z and... Uh, yeah. Jay-Z and Kanye. That is crazy. But that I'm sorry for that little side. Just had a question. Um, what, what's the next No, topic? I think it's important, because a lot of people, I think, share your share your opinion. They're kind of... They're not... They don't understand the Frank hype. No, I do understand it, because I'm a Frank fan. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm saying, like... I'm just saying, like, why is it? You know what I mean? I never really asked myself, why is it? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm makes sense. Like, he definitely goaded, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I don't think any artist is stand as hard as Frank. So for the ten out of ten, I I went with Frank, Taj, Kanye, and Chance. Who are you going with, Drake? I think I'm gonna go with Drake. I wouldn't say that's a bad list. I wouldn't say that's a bad list at all. Yeah, I think Vance will probably survive, most likely. R.I.P. Chance. I might make it. <laughs> you know how Kanye's feeling. R.I.P. Chance. Fuck yeah. out of here, boy. Drake got 10 to 10. All right. Double XL started their pitches. You guys saw it? Don't care, I saw bro. a few of them. Double XXL. Whatever. That was my main question. Is Double XL still valid? Do you guys still look to them for new artists? No. I don't think I ever looked at Double XL. Well, that's not true. When New Artist was really good on that bitch, like 2016 and prior. Everybody talks about that. Yes. Yeah, that's the, the museum picture. Fuck. When they had like Uzi, Kodak, Yachty. Uzi, Yachty, I mean, Yachty garbage now, but all them niggas, Kodak, like 21, them niggas 21, still here yeah. today. Even like with like the earlier ones, like wasn't Kendrick on a double XL list? You had Kendrick, Erbo. Uh, oh, no, wait. Erbo was on that other one. Kendrick, Erbo was Wiz. On one. I mean, Wiz, fucking. Hella people in the past. Chance wasn't the Rapper. Wasn't Mac on there? Mac was on one. Isaiah Rashad, Mac Miller, Joey Badass. Yeah, like, Cole, it, I, I, I would say it used to hold a lot more validity than it did now. Because now, even, like. I feel like there's like two. There's, nowadays, there's probably like two artists on there. That, like, but I feel like there's so many more year. outlets and like different people to look to for like media, like musical opinions with the internet and YouTube exactly. and all this shit to where like. Nobody really has to look to Double XL for new music because you could just follow some like low key Instagram account that's like looking at all that shit for you, and you got. And I think all that's been like, and I think that's contributed. I think that's kind of like in line with like the death of like the traditional blog, or like not the death of the blog, but just like the death of like artists' genuine opinions or care about what blogs think of them. Cause was Lil like, Pump on Double XL? Yeah. There I you go. That's why niggas stopped uh, validating it right there. <laughs> Lil Pump I think it got made validated when he like stopped going for talent and went towards like popularity. Even there we now, go. Like, the little fan vote thing. Like instead, just pick who you think the ten best artists are. And do we fault that on XXL or is that kind of just? Do we say that they're just kind of following the clout trend? I mean, it's how in general they have to sell copies, so. Y'all keep forgetting exactly. that, bro. Even though hip hop is uh, quote unquote like black dominated, nigga, we are minority consumers. Like, we don't. This is true. There's not enough black people to consume more hip hop than white people. So, of course, there's always you know great point that appeal or that need to appeal to that to that audience. Which I mean, to each their own. There's some for everybody. Uh yeah, I mean I had I saw a few artists on the list that I wanted to get on. Band Hunter Izzy from Baltimore, he's been making waves out here for a, more than a couple years. Uh, Don Tolliver. Yeah, Don Tolliver. Um, unfortunately, Pop Smoke can't make it because I saw there was like a leaked list that had Pop Smoke on it, and that kind of had me hurt for a little second, just thinking like, damn, like he really the was, list already like, out. Only. Nah, it was like a leaked photo, but I don't even know if it was real. But it had like Pop Smoke, Polo G, and Ali Chapa, uh, Don Tolliver, Jack Harlow, some other people. I mean, I and guess I'm a that's the conf- newest, hottest artist, so I mean, it's a typical double XL yeah. to me. Yeah. I don't really um, listen to none of them niggas, though, I'm going to be honest. So, Is there any like young artists that you really want? Well, Vance already said a few. Chance, you got any? That I want to see on double XL? Yeah. 
I don't care about Double XL, so no. <laughs> like, even if I had a young artist I fuck with, like, whether or not they're on Double XL, it doesn't matter. You anymore. wouldn't want them to go on. Okay, so that's interesting. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Like, who is, like, who's still, like, like we said, like, who gives validity to that list? I'm not hating on it or saying, like, if you get it, like, it ain't shit. It's a very big deal, obviously. Like, it's, like, but I'm saying, me personally, like, I personally don't care. I'm not saying that people who do care are like less than me or like don't know as much as me. At the same time, you should like want your favorite artists to be on the list. Like that's them getting exposed to a whole new demographic. I'm trying to think what young artists that would be considered to like on a double XL list that I have right now. I can't think of any that like are that I fan that much. I only have like two that I really would want them to be on it, but they don't even really. Well, Baby King doesn't need it. But I really he want doesn't Mavi. need it. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but M A V I. Mavi, Mavi. Yeah. yeah. I want him to be on it. Shout out he, DMV. He's like crazy talented, but I don't think he has that much clout. Yeah, Baby Kim, I know him, but like again, I don't care if he needs to if he wants to be on double X. He doesn't need it. See the other thing. See for I I don't think Mavi needs it either because like Earl has already given Mavi the cosign. Yeah, but like and, even uh, Earl, Earl's not doing crazy sales. I want Mavi to no, be of course like, not. at one point do fifty thousand at least or something like that. True. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. It would be nice if Mavi made it for sure, but I would not be surprised if they don't want to take like a a real rapper or like a rapidy rap. I'm not even going to call them rapidy rap because that's kind of like a <laughs> condescending that's so thing. That's so rapidy rap. Yeah, nah, like a rapper, like a, a rapper Hippity rapper. Give me my unheard artist chance. Fuck, I already typed in mine, so we just going to play mine. <laughs> I'm back with the slow vibe. I thought we were doing an R&B episode this week. Uh, this is River Tibber, River Tibber, older song featuring Daniel Caesar. What's on the road? Nowhere to go. The blues note. I speak in code, so only know, know what you hold. SZA, who, I, I don't know if they shared the sample or or if she sampled this song. I don't remember. I think they shared the sample, but in any case, cool track. Can we talk about hate? Like hating certain artists? <laughs> Na- um, for those who don't sure. know, Nav dropped his Damn, single. Damn, nigga oh, didn't even acknowledge man. my unheard track. Was it that sleeper? I just, it was all right. <laughs> It, it, it's, it takes a long a time chance, to build up. A I always, chance, a chance. I liked it. I always pick tracks that take a long time to build up. <laughs> but but who do you hate, Tash? I don't hate him at all. I'm trying to figure out why the masses, aka Vance, hate <laughs> Nav so much. Oh, I, I um, also hate Nav. I don't hate you. Nav, hate Nav. Nav. Like, <laughs> this is why I Chance don't... is the fakest person I know. Because <laughs> me and Chance had this whole "Why do you hate Nav?" argument. He told me why. Then I put him on to some good Nav. Then I've heard Chance multiple times in the song. apartment Nav playing Nav. Good songs. I like Nav songs. What? You didn't and now he still a, hates wait, Nav. Wait, you didn't put me on a Nav. You put me on to a single Nav song. I put you on to multiple Nav songs that I've heard you playing in the apartment. You've put me on to one Nav song. In addition... All right, Chant. I've heard all of Nav's project since self-titled. I'm not even a fan before that, but since self-titled, right? And Nav to me is like, like Big Sean, like in different ways. Like when I when I, when I really think about it, like of major artists, they are like non-essential. Big Sean, not oh, so yeah. much because of T like um twenty eighty eight. Nigga's about to say T M eighty eight, like the producer. But, I was about to say, I was thinking that too. <laughs> twenty eighty eight. Um No, I want you to get into that non-essential thing, cause I tweeted in defense of Nav for like the fifth time and I'm done tweeting in defense of Nav because people just hate him for whatever reason. I'll help Nav you out. I'll just help like, you out, bro, Chance. Nav, I want Chance to has... give his non-essential argument because he came There's, in and said Nav is the most... Nav does what? nothing. Who There's is an nothing essential that artist? Nav offers that is unique to Nav. Every artist We that... had speaker knockers. Listen, listen, listen. Nav. Name listen me someone this. who's essential in listen rap right now, please. Listen to this. Essential in rap? I think every artist... 
I think, Roddy Rich. I think every artist that sounds good, that's unique in their sound, like is essential. <laughs> Not even acknowledging any artist that. that's like pioneering a sound or like is unique to where like you can't go to another artist and get that same thing. I so there's like that two is, essential rappers in all of rap. That's not true. Uzi's essential. Uzi pioneered this whole wave. There's Uzi copycats. There's, there's so, so Uzi genuinely and they're not so essential. Wait, wait. Uzi's so wait. essential. So if we look back on this last Nav record, Taj, are you telling me that first verse no, doesn't I don't, sound exactly I don't care like about a gunner? Turks. I don't care about Turks. I'm talking about Nav in general and how people no, just no, no, hate no, no, everything no. he but does. But if we're going to talk about it in general, let's start with his Nav last song. Nav has a few songs that like a nigga like. I don't think Nav makes very like safe, like easy music. It's the safest. It's, it's the just, safest. It's just somebody, it's just some producer giving him like a cool like beat. Like sometimes the beats are not even like You just said how much you love Party Next Door's project. Are you crazy? Was that not a safe? Was that not safe? What? They're both safe. But I would argue party is more safe. How is party safe? I thought that was just a good party project for what it was. It was Party Mobile. He made a song that sounds good. I want to move to like, it's a cool record. That wasn't like, I don't think that was party trying to give me like this cinematic album. For what it was, it sounded good. Now for what it is, it's cool. But like, am I going to defend Nav? Fuck no. Like, if you I'm don't like him, Nav. I understand. Why. How can you defend Nav? Like, All right, what is Jeff already tackled Chance's whole essential argument, and he hasn't bro, named he had a, any essential artist outside of Uzi. Where he had a collab, he had a collab album with Metro. He had a collab album with Metro, and he fumbled it. How like is that possible? Off the collab album with Metro. I How like, is that possible? He has a few, but dog, every joint off the Twenty One Metro joint goes. Even off bad, most habits. joints off, bro. Price on my head. I like that. I don't remember the the rest of the ones. I think I like Timepiece or Lil Dirt too. But the rest of the I've just never so I've just boring, never listened though. to a Nav song or I haven't listened to most Nav songs and thought, wow, like I love Nav like for this sound right here and like I want to listen to this song again because Nav is the only one who can provide me with this sound. Like I turned on Turks with Travis Scott and the first verse sounds like a gunner verse. Is it a hard verse? For sure. But I just rather listen to a Gunna song. Like it's like, I don't. It's not like I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed in the slightest. Nav, um, be honest, bro. He's boring. He has a monotonous voice. Uh, he gets like very typical, like 2020 trap production. Um, and he gets you know. He gets high price tag features. He gets Dirks. He gets Gunners. He gets Weekends. Meek Mills, Travis Scotts, and I. And, He's and, gonna get him. And, and He's when you get when, if you talk to your average hip hop fan, Nav fan, <laughs> popular music fan, those are gonna Nobody's be their favorite Nav tracks. Top twenty. Nav's not giving me songs in 2019, 2020, even twenty eighteen, where I'm like, fuck, Nav really just bodied this bitch. Like, if, <laughs> I'm, never that. I'm never saying that. I'm never saying that. I'm never saying that. That have came out ever. on these projects that are just like, fuck, like, if Nav was gone, like, a little piece of me would be missing. If Nav didn't make any more music, <laughs> Bro, I would not many, notice. That's what 90 Central You cannot means. say, you if, can say that about Nav, 95% of rappers. If Nav stopped making music, I would not notice. I would not miss it. I wouldn't notice. I would I not notice. notice. It, it would have no influence on how any... If Nav never existed... It, it would, would not it would influence not the, the industry at all. all. At if all. Nav never That's not existed, true. That's not true. No other That's dominoes at all. Fall. All right, I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you chance. This is give me somebody. To blow Nav your whole argument influence. out the way. Give me this somebody. Blow your Nav whole argument out the way, chance. Go ahead. Was Drake versus Meek Mill a top five moment in rap of the last decade? Yes or no? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Chance. Eventful. Yes. You know yeah. who produced back to back? Who? Nav. Okay, I'm is that is that not essential? Is that not essential to rap? Is that not essential to rap? We're talking about Nav music. We're talking about bro. No, no, you're helping our argument. No, wait, chance, 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 chance. Taj is helping our argument, bro. You brought up his highlight as a producer. That's where he should have stayed. That's where he should have stayed. He should have stayed in that production lane because all his first album was produced by Nav. He used to be a producer at Beats by Nav on SoundCloud. And that's when I like Nav. And that's Nav. when his stuff was the best. But we're talking I, about 2020 commercial rapper Nav, not producer Nav. And exactly. then on top of that, back to back. <laughs> Bro, when 90% it, of artists go commercial, they lose the Drake sound. Because funny shit and body the track. That back to back, yeah, it you wasn't gave, the craziest song. If you get back to back to somebody else, you're going to be like, what the hell is this? 
<laughs> yeah, that was, you gave the, the beat wasn't to crazy. So give me the something beat wasn't else. crazy. Give me something. He didn't else. give back to back to Drake. Give me Drake heard else. the beat and made back give to back. Back to back else. doesn't get made without that production chance. Bro, if if anybody uh, else hopped on back to back with the song beat anywhere close to his heart, did the production make no. the song? I just listened. I just listened. Chance, I just listened to twenty DJ battles this last week where they all played Drake. So you mean to tell me if anybody me? else? You mean to tell me those DJs aren't still clouded because if anybody else hopped on that beat, they serious? wouldn't be as good. Do you hear the? You can't bro, use that bro. argument. Back nah, to back, don't nah. even sound no, like back, it's mixed back. well. Get the fuck out! of <laughs> <laughs> here. Bro, nobody, <laughs> man, nobody here, listens. Man. Nobody listens to back to back in 2020. Nobody, not even in 2018. Not 2017. You guys just said it was one of the biggest. That beef was one of the biggest moments of last decade. You both said it. The song ain't that good. Was back to back not the peak of that beef? Just because it was uh, a, was back to back yeah, not the climax not of that beef. Yes and no. I would say okay. the Twitter memes were, <laughs> okay, the, were the climax. That was the, the Twitter climax. memes were the climax. Of course, that was the climax of the beef. But it wasn't you trying to make it as though Nav. Made we love the way. song. Like we were in love with we the were song. In love with we the weren't. Lyrics. It was we funny. were in love with the meme. The we were in love with the memes. Crazy. The memes were Vance, funny. Vance, I like, expected more from you as a producer to know, to know. I expected more from you as a producer. I'm gonna pay. I don't. I'm gonna pay back to back. I'm gonna pay back to back. We know what back to back sounds like. This sound sounds like, like some shit. I I'm not gonna say oh, I made it, but this sounds <laughs> like some fruity loop shit, nigga. Like, like drum okay. kit. Like, like that's oh, not yeah. even a that's not even a top ten nav beat if you were to ask me that he's produced. I'm not saying it's a crazy beat. I'm saying that song and one of the climaxes of one of the biggest beats. All right. That's fair. All right, if that's fair. Okay, okay, okay. Right okay. You can have that. Okay. Is he essential as an artist, as a rapper? No. We don't if, need three, four albums. If I never heard Nav's voice on the track again, I would not Chance, notice. Name me five essential rappers. Uh, Vance, Drake, don't say anything. Chance, name me five essential rappers. Five essential rappers. Uzi, Wiz Khalifa. Uzi didn't drop for three years. Uzi. How essential is that? Uzi didn't drop for three years. If Uzi never dropped, the Uzi music, didn't drop the for three music years. landscape would be changed. It don't matter if he's dropped in three years. If Uzi never dropped, the music landscape would be changed. Was rap terrible in those three years? Because Uzi wasn't dropping? No. Nigga, are you, are you not listening to me? Impact. Niggas could argue Impact. that Avoid was missing. Impact. They could say Avoid was Impact. missing. Avoid. It was Avoid missing trying to be filled by all these garbage-ass artists. Wanna be Uzis. Them. When you listen there to you the go. Uzi album, you listen. You realize that a lot of artists that were trying to do that sound were just not as good as Uzi for okay. the last I'll give you years. Uzi. I'll give you Uzi. Uzi. Wiz Khalifa. Um, fuck. Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa is an essential artist for what he does. He's to essential. To you, for you. If Wiz Khalifa went missing, the world would notice. The game would be affected. Not in the 2020. Be, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. It doesn't, I'm Currency saying exists. It's, Currency exists. <laughs> Currency and Wiz are different artists, bro. I, Currency right. exists. <laughs> all right, I would say Wiz one. is essential. Joey Badass, essential. Joey Badass hasn't dropped since 2016. How Doesn't is that matter. a central chance? 2017. Doesn't matter. The world is still moving perfectly fine without Joey Badass. He has classic projects, though. He has classic projects. Chance, this isn't helping the Thank argument. Thank you. You're proving my whole point. I'm trying to name off-brand <laughs> artists. My point. I can give you a bunch There's of no artists, essential. Though. There's like five essential rappers. Saying Nap is isn't essential true. shouldn't Future's be an indictment essential. on his Future's level essential. of Future's that's essential. Not a, that's not an indictment. For me, it's just that. Futures like essential. I will say, Nav Nav gets Gucci Nav Mane, gets most of his hate. All them niggas. Nav, Nav gets most of his hate because of what he looks like. I'll say that for sure. I'm not gonna act like that's not the thank you the truth. All right, but he said but, that's, but, that's but, the only point. But, but he definitely, but he definitely, he definitely doesn't deserve. He definitely doesn't deserve like to be stand or anything like that. Right, like, and you're like really sitting here, and it's been 15 minutes, and we've really been. I'm mad we talked about Nav for this long. About Nav. No, Vance. Who I, dropped I, I a got mediocre what I Vance admitted. Vance admitted. I got what I wanted. Single, who dropped a mediocre single despite the features? I didn't even care about the single. Vance gave me what I wanted. Nav gets hate because of how he looks. I said is most of his hate, no. but is not to not say true? that his music hate is because invalid. His music is not good. His music is not nah, good. Nah, it's most, it's it's most of good, his bro. hate. It's, it's definitely most of his hate. There's nothing special about his music. All I know is, before Nav popped up in that Travis Scott video, everybody was on Nav's tip. As soon as he showed his face, he got crazy amounts of hate for the That's rest of his career. That's true. His music also no, you're had right, a you're right. at the same time. The first time, time he showed his face in the Beebs in the Trap video, But that's video, also like, what's that nigga on Twitter? The one that was like acting like a black dude, but turned out oh, he was no, he's oh, talking uh, about the white guy. Oh, what was his name? OG Perk. 
Perk, yeah. perk, perk 30 perk something. Nowitzki or something perk like Nowitzki. Perk Nowitzki. Perk Nowitzki. Perk Nowitzki. That's like what Nav is. Perk Nowitzki. Like, he's imitating <laughs> a culture, which is not why he's not essential. He's imitating. Like, he's imitating whatever, like, hot artists he's infatuated with. Like, even when Weekend hops on tracks with him, they're barely, like, like Weekend's sound is degraded when he gets on a track with Nav. Like, the Weekend has never given me, like, an outstanding performance on a Nav track. I would because, say everybody's like, performance cannot. is degraded when they hop on a Nav track. But that's that. Oh, I don't oh, think we should man. talk about Nav. You got to take that out. <laughs> I didn't take the L at all. I got the minutes I want from Vance. I defuse your are, whole Are you a fan argument. of Nav music? Are you a fan of this Nav music, This man is a Tosh? hardcore, like, I was a fan of Nav. Uh, it's SoundCloud and his first um project whatever it was okay that's fair that's that's the nav i love i like that first project you're tweeting about nav so you're obviously still concerned i'm tweeting about nav because he i still see him get an unfair amount of hate when his artists equally on the same level but nigga not hating about him just saying like his music is like just mediocre nah nav definitely gets hate it's your opinion bro it's your opinion i'm not hating i think he gets an excessive amount of hate can you play my unheard artist now chance who your unheard artist is uh, Stone Cold Jizzle. This is Yup from New Orleans. Oh shit. You making me type Stone Cold Jizzle into my fucking Xbox. Uh, See when I pull up, they show me love. Right before that, they ain't give a fuck. Tell I blow that up. Boom, Stone Cold Jizzle, man, he cold as fuck. Tell her DJ turn the speakers up. I like it. Jizzle, my nizzle. It's a shizzle. All right. I like it. We got a few more topics. And what's that? Uh, Let's get to these. Uh, Y'all want to get to these uh, Instagram live? This That's new exactly where I wanted to get to. Go ahead. New okay. age of content. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I ain't seen none of them. Like, how the fuck y'all seeing this Fake shit, music bro? fan. I'm not. Instagram. <laughs> I do, but I don't know when niggas like battling and shit. Like, you ain't like there's an announcement. I will I say there needs to be a more central. Timeline. Right, like, you need to follow Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats, he be, he's like the main promoter, unofficial promoter right now, like organizer. Uh, but yeah, for people that don't know what we're talking about, uh, the last week everybody's been in quarantine. Uh, rappers, I think it started with D Nice um, and Questlove. They went on IG and were DJing on live. Um, got like fifty to hundred k. D Nice hit hundred k on his live. Um, and that kind of spawned a few, like, battles, I guess, on IG Live. First, it was Boy Wanda um, versus Hit Boy, who are both prominent producers for Drake and another a slew of artists in the industry. Um, and then a couple days, or was it the next night, uh, we got uh, Sean Garrett versus, who is he battling against? The Dream. The Dream. Very um, great battle. In a songwriter battle. Um, and that's been, that was crazy. Uh, but yeah, what are you, what are your thoughts on these battles? I mean, definitely unexpected. I think That's it's definitely not the piece of content I would expect we would see from this quarantine. It's dope I, I as fuck. It's perfect for like just the culture of music in general, like just getting put on the songs. Then you like have this like relatively young platform of Instagram, so you're like showing these classic songs to a whole new audience. Like even today, um, French Montana and Tory Lanez did one. I didn't know French Montana had that many hits. This young, this, this young audience don't need to hear those classics. Oh, nah, they did was, a bo- they did a battle. They don't deserve yeah. it. French Montana body Tory Lanez, like Tory Lanez was sweating through his do rag. But <laughs> I have a prediction that like some company or somebody is gonna like mon- find a way to monetize this because like these things are doing averages of like. Twenty five thousand, like, and they better not stay viewers. the fuck stay the fuck out well, there. Nah, I mean, I, I saw, hope it's a black person. That's all. I well, no, nah, I saw. I did see a label announced that their artist was going to go on live and do, I think it was Warner Music, uh, like, posted an official, like, Twitter announcement that, like, one of their artists was doing an IG Live thing. So I think you definitely hit the nail on the head. Like, labels and companies are definitely going to look for ways to try and start monetizing it. Because there's just, I mean... Or Instagram should find a way to try and make more of a bag off of it. No, they, they shouldn't. Are. No, they shouldn't. 
Instagram should not. They no, already not Instagram. Instagram. It should be somebody black or the artist in general. Like Kelly Uchis, she did like a one dollar live stream concert for like the whole virus, and I thought that was like such a smart idea. Like you don't have to get a venue, you don't have to do like insurance or anything. You just yeah, perform donate it to charity from wherever you're at, and like you just made all that money. Like, donate it to charity though. This is going to turn into like a real revenue stream for artists. It definitely could be. Um, Niggas not going to be out of quarantine up. watching artists' concerts on live. Are you serious? It might not be yeah. like 50,000, 20,000, but it'll still get you 5,000 heads. Like $5,000, entry fee. That's $5,000 you made Beyonce from your house in like an hour. That, maybe. <laughs> Yo said maybe. That, if Beyonce went on IG Live, she would break Instagram. <laughs> Wait, she never been on IG Live? I mean, if she did an IG Live like concert, she would break. She would break Instagram, bro. Yeah, she probably would. I mean, Tory Lanez and had Drake had like three hundred k today, right? Yeah, they just broke the talking. record for IG Live. Wait, what? What they what they was doing? Tory Lanez does just like talking, this quarantine taking radio a shot every day. They, they like, like take a shot, yeah. and talk about what they've been doing. Nigga, like it's I be you don't not, what the fuck y'all be doing? How y'all be hearing this shit? Like I don't know if I be having work. Uh, if I, just... I swear, Chance just sits in his room all day and listens to Brent. No, <laughs> no phone service, no nothing. Like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Be checked out. I have very limited touch with the outside world. Once I get like to the <laughs> confines of my crib, like, it's like confines. I'm not really looking to reach you. And you're bro, not really looking, campus apartments. You're not really looking to reach me. <laughs> Fact, but you still never see me. Like, I'm just me, chilling. Uh, the one, the one thing, last little point, I guess I'll say about the battles. Um, I love the fact that, like, as a producer, it's giving fans like a new look, kind of into how this industry works. You know, you always assume that there's so much competition between like artists and producers, but like I think these battles are proof that like everybody's working towards like a common goal of like good music. You know, like nigga, there's people. There's I saw way too much I saw money one, in this shit. I saw one tweet that was saying like. The winner of the Hit Boy versus Boy Wonder battle was Drake. Like the winner of the Sean Garrett uh, Dream battle was Beyonce, um, and it was just like basically saying like all these artists all right, are coming other. together and everything is kind of just working together in this industry. Um, and it's like Taj was saying like it's good for the culture of music because uh, I think that's like really the point, just sharing music right. and then just kind of collectively reaching towards a common goal. Um, and it all seemed pretty wholesome. Um, Sean Garrett in the dream, that was definitely a little weird. Uh, Sean Garrett definitely had a few too many drinks uh, <laughs> on that Instagram live, putting his tongue all in the camera yeah, and stuff. Yeah, clock out like twice. <laughs> Check back in later. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I think they're great. Um, I saw people were talking about Kanye versus Pharrell. Y'all are terrible. That, that, that would, would break be, the internet. Y'all be Kanye... No, 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 no. Y'all be fucking consuming content for the podcast to talk about on the podcast and just leave a nigga out. Like, tell a nigga Me and Vance definitely so talked talk about, about these IG lives Bro, in the group chat. Bro, we talked about it in the group chat. You be talking about them after. No, during. You just Literally don't pay attention during. to anything. <laughs> they all be like three hours long, too. <laughs> exactly. And I know you're not doing anything. We're all on quarantine. So this is your fault, sir. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I think this yo. whole thing is gonna be like a whole like artist empowerment thing because I feel like artists are using like for an analogy like they say we use like t- I don't even know if this is true they say we use like ten percent of our brain I feel like artists are using like ten percent of their power like all they're doing really is touring dropping albums every now and then pop up shop like I feel like there's so much more artists could be doing that they to just like, leave in the hands of the label yeah there's so much more money out there for artists if they really like came up with creative ways to get it but that shit hard it's like bro. just one of them. I mean, that's the thing. I think you're about to see a lot of people that are like hold these industry positions, but like are real tastemakers in the culture. They're going to be the ones that are really fueling these new creative ideas. You know, it's not going to be like the Lior Cohen's, like the head of labels that are going to be finding out these new ways to market and expose artists. It's going to be those interns, those people lower level that are really tapped in and really can understand the bridge between things like IG Live and like a new Drake single or like. TikTok in this new Drake single, which I guess is like a segue, if y'all want to get into that. What happened but, with TikTok? Drake's got Drake's uh, got a dance coming, a way easier Drake's, dance than football. Drake's about to. <laughs> I saw, and the, I saw and the, the, the renegade. Clip. I saw the clip. 
Drake made this the, dance the, so easy. He's about to murder streaming numbers. <laughs> son, <laughs> why do you still slide? do this? Like, why is Drake doing this, son? Like, Drake. What you mean, why is Drake doing this? He's like, Drake. Artist. He is smart, but Drake and Future are like the two oldest young niggas I know. Like, it's like they forever young. Like, they don't just want to grow up. <laughs> Who, Drake and Future? Like, Drake making a song for TikTok. And it's smart. It's a smart business move, but like, Jay would never do some shit like this. Um, y'all, ha- I mean, I already put my theory in the group chat. I was saying that I feel like these last couple months, all these Lucy slash leaks that I believe Drake has been leaking himself. I think it's been Drake's attempt at kind of throwing things at the wall, hoping that something sticks. And I think nothing's kind of stuck so far. If this shit, um, if this shit make the album, I don't care how good it is. If this shit make the next album, it's making I'm, the album. I'm, I'm, I'm giving up. I swear to God, bro. I'm, I'm betting you was making the album. I, I, I Bitch, it's if gonna this shit be even a bonus track, nigga. If this shit is even a bonus track, I'm gonna be mad. Cause I see Drake, ben, I like, need how Hotline Bling was for views. Like, well, that's the thing. I don't know if, in. but see, that's the thing that 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 helped with views is uh, streams. Cause we knew Drake needed not needed those streams, but that was when he cared about stuff like that. He still the do, only bro. reason the only way I could see it not being on there is if uh, he doesn't really care about the streams. He definitely still cares. Fuck, good conversation. Yeah, great combos. Uh, hope everybody tunes in. Hope everybody's washing their fucking hands, dog. Mogul and they know that. Logo on my flow mat. Corsair Chamberlain throwback match my Rolex. Everywhere I go, flex. Valet park on some low shit. Whole lot of smoke in that Rory, that thing post. Burning rubber. When the cameras, they was under covers. Under pressure, made statements, turned on their brothers. Never judge you, but the streets will never love you. I wonder what it comes to when your brain for you to run to. Ones to hate us, and cuffers and maces. Call us dumb niggas, cause our culture is contagious. Third generation, South Central gang bangers. I live long enough to see it change. Think it's time we make arrangements. Finally, wiggle out that mace. Find me out in different places. And the spoke by the door, this the infiltration. Double back dressed in blue lace Podcast over, dog